want to talk about our joy today. And and the word joy in the dic- uh, in the dictionary means uh, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Um, to be glad, to rejoice. And maybe from a spiritual side, we could say that we get a great joy from choosing to trust that God will fulfill his promises. And I remember uh, while we lived in Geelong, um, Pastor Scott saying once that something that just really stuck in my head, and that was that if our joy is full in the Lord, that ultimately it will conquer any trials in our life, any troubles in our life. And so I just want to um, just read some simple scriptures this morning that will hopefully um, provoke and, and encourage us uh, to check ourselves and and maybe just to think about in ourselves what brings us joy in the Lord. Um, so let's go to First John chapter 1. And we'll start reading in verse 3. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. There are obviously many ways that we can build up our joy in the Lord, and one great way is to fellowship with each other. Sometimes, though, that might not always be possible um, and for whatever reason that is you know we might be going through through a rough patch or just something in our life um, but we read here that truly our fellowship is with the father and his son Jesus Christ and we can get a great joy from building up ourselves and drawing closer to the father and his son and when um Kai, our, our son was born at 30 weeks old. Um, as first time parents, that was pretty, pretty full on. And, you know, we didn't really have any idea what was going on. Um, probably didn't understand how severe the situation was. And, and looking back, you know, the Lord was, was really looking after us from that aspect, I suppose. And Kai ended up in hospital for 10 weeks and, I think it was pretty early on, it dawned on us that Kai isn't just going to be healed overnight. I don't know if that was a, not the right attitude, but, um, you know, he wasn't going to go from a 30-week prem baby to a 40-week full-term baby overnight. Um, and in this time, like, Vic and I are obviously spending a lot of time in hospital and, and traveling and, and just at a point in life where fellowshipping with others was, was hard or it was difficult for, you know, for the heaps of reasons, and um, we probably weren't at meetings as much as we we wanted to be, or or we couldn't we couldn't get there. But looking back um, at that time now, our focus was obviously on Kai, but also fellowshipping with our Father and Jesus Christ, and just relying on Him, and and just asking Him to answer small prayers every day. And, and with this approach and I guess this attitude, um, yeah, we could just really see the Lord working, working on Kai and just making him stronger and just answering our prayers. And, and in this time, you know, Vic and I just, obviously we knew the fellowship was praying and, and everyone was praying, but, you know, we, we learned through this time that, um, you know, to draw closer to the Lord and, and just had this, 
you know, this calming reassurance that, that God is in control. And even though it might not be a smiley, a smiley joy on the outside, um, that the joy of the Lord was our strength. And, you know, it's up there on that sign over there, Nehemiah 8 verse 10. Uh, you know, the, we were joyful and, and our joy was being built up by our prayers being answered. Uh, let's turn to Isaiah 12. I was just reading this and, and was thinking of an, an analogy and, and, um, it just, you know, clicked in my head, but, um, and just highlighting the importance of ensuring our joy is, is always full. And in Isaiah 12 in verse 2, we read, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw out of the wells of salvation. And when I was reading this, I couldn't, I couldn't help but compare joy like to our natural water. And, and we all know that we need water to survive every day. And, and I was thinking our joy can be like our spiritual water. We, we can go for a short period of time without water in the natural, but ultimately at the, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be the end of us. And we can, I was, yeah, I was just thinking that, I guess spiritually if our joy is lacking, we might be able to keep pushing for a period of time, but ultimately something's going to give. I hope that makes sense. Kind of made sense to me. But um, if, our, if our joy in the Lord isn't there, things might seem harder. You know, things will be harder. And we might not even realize that, that it is our joy. And I was thinking as well, you know, like when your kids want to sit on your feet and drag you around, it makes it hard to walk. Um, you know, maybe without our, our joy being full, our walk in the Lord might feel like that a little bit. You know, it might be a bit stale or something. And this is obviously going to be personal to everybody, um, and in, an individual to everyone. And we will share things in common that will bring us spiritual joy, but also have many things that, um, that are personal to us that, that bring us joy in the Lord. And something that's happened recently, um, as, I'm sure lots of you have heard is that we've been having some uh, outreach meetings at Eldinga and I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouths, but I feel like I can say that by just being involved in that way is bringing a real joy to everyone that's involved in so many ways and it's just been really refreshing and, and good just to, just to work together as one body, as one team just serving the Lord and for lots of us, including myself, it's... Um, it's like uh, you really have to step out and do things that we really might not feel comfortable with, like this moment in time right now. And um, a brother, a brother shared with me, and and it was a great, a great thought. Just reflecting back on on the months that we've been there so far, that um, a, an old builder once said that you don't get paid for your good intentions or your well wishes meaning you just get the job done and don't make any mistakes, like your attitude isn't really a factor. But when we do work for the Lord, and using Aldinga Outreach as an example, working for the Lord is almost entirely about our attitude. It's like the complete opposite. The Lord's looking directly within us, and he's looking at our intent and our heart, and he's not looking for us to hand him results at the end of the day. You know, the results don't matter in that sense, but because we all know that the Lord gives the increase and, and we just need to be doing whatever that may be. And, 
and with an opportunity like this outreach, there have just been so many um, avenues, I guess, for all of us just to to make sure that our, our joy is full and that it's always being topped up. And um, yeah, as we as we're talking about things that have been happening and, and stories, we've just found that, and and maybe we're a bit late to the party, but um, just the smallest shift in in your attitude, just saying yes to something or or putting up your hand, whatever it may be, the Lord just really honors that shift in your attitude and, and you can just see him working in your life and just blessing your life straight away. We'll just flick to a, a couple of quick scriptures. Turn if you want, or you can just listen along. We'll go to Romans 15, verse 13. Pretty self-explanatory scriptures, so I'm not going to really go into them. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. John 15, verse 9, let's go there. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. So John 15, verse 9. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teaching, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be full and complete and overflowing. Next one, James 1 verse 2. This one really stood out to me, and I'm not sure why, just this time it just really popped off the page. Um, James 1 verse 2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials or well, the Amplified says, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And that kind of just really spun my head around thinking about that, and it's such a different perspective that, you know, when we go through trials or, or hard times in our life, whatever, whatever it is we have to face, when they arise, it's always an opportunity to build our joy by trusting that that God has everything in hand and that he's going to fulfill his promises. And our great example, Jesus Christ, he cared for the souls of the people and it's really been a focus um, as we're trying to reach out into the, the deeper south community and just take that example and apply it when we're speaking to people or or outreaching, whatever it may be, that, hey, we're not just trying to to just sneakily lure you into the meeting. Um, obviously, we want them to come to the meeting and, and know God, but we also want them to know that, hey, we're we're actually a group of people that, that care for yourselves, just like Jesus did. We actually care about, we care about you as a person and what's going on in your life. And, and Jesus is such a massive part of our joy. You know, he's the ultimate promise fulfilled, God's greatest gift to us. And when we have this hope in heaven and and we have this hope of uh, everlasting life that is something that we can just draw on every single day, something to fill us with joy. And and I guess if I can just encourage everyone to think about that and and to keep it in check and to keep tabs uh, on ourselves, but you know, also with each other. We're all in this together whether we like it or not. And and what brings me spiritual joy 
might be different to you. Um, like I said, you know, we'll, we'll have things in common for sure, but what keeps my joy full? What keeps your joy full? Let's try and work it out. Let's, let's stay on top of it. And, and when we do work it out, whatever that may be, may we just do it. And even if we really don't want to, if we just do it, the Lord's going to bless, bless our attitude a hundred percent. And, and just to, and just to sum up, um, just the thought, you know, our joy is the assurance that God is in control of all the details of our life. The confidence that ultimately everything will be alright and the determined choice from us to just praise God in every situation. Whatever it is.